my project is to look at uh, regional planning um, resources uh, due to climate variability. And, um, the problem statement is that we recognize the nation's water resources will be affected by changes in um, resulting from altered precipitation patterns, earlier snowmelt, snow increased evaporation. And we also are seeing the risk of droughts and floods are likely to increase in some areas. In addition, demand for water is likely to change and may increase in many locations. And how do we uh, look at these changes and then adapt them to, to regional water management professionals and help them try to uh, plan and assess for these types of changes? Um, there's been all kinds of press and information on this, these issues. I give several examples. Um, of course, here at University of Nebraska, the U.S. Drought Monitor, um, the presidential disaster declarations. Uh, this map just happens to be from 1965 to 1998. I did look at some of the curves yesterday, and uh, the disaster de declarations are going up. Um, we're also seeing things like Katrina, where we have systems we have hurricanes impacting large water management systems. And if you've looked, some of the um, reconstruction that's going on in New Orleans is just amazing. And, and most people don't know the scale of what's happening. Um, and it's going to affect a lot of different ecosystems, uh, landscapes, and social and economic drivers. So um, I work at uh, the Peter Kiewit Institute. I work for the Army Corps of Engineers. And some of the IT professionals got a grant from MAPA to look at their regional uh, vision. And they also wanted to look at how they can set up uh, regional uh, servers of GIS information. Um, Council Bluffs metropolitan Omaha area is projected to go to 1.5 million uh, by the 2050. And so I wanted to help them kind of framework what they needed to do to get the data, the water resources data that would be available to MAPA. Um, what we've seen, um, this is from USGS data, uh, warming has already driven observable hydrochromatic changes. Um, we see uh, less spring snowpack. We see earlier green updates. We see observed earlier snow melt and runoff, and less snow and more rain. So there's a lot of things happening in trends. Um, these are reported from data from 1950 to 1997 by USGS in a, a compilation of how um, hydrologic change is happening. Um, in this report, they looked at ice outdates for eight selected lakes in New England, and they see that the ice outdates of the lakes are getting um, earlier and earlier. And I happen to live on a lake in Omaha, and I noticed that the ice never fully formed on the lakes, so the geese stayed around all last uh, last year. Not only that, the um, some of the the cranes um, came really early last year, too, because of the open water. So some of the things that uh, water managers need to be uh, concerned with um, in, in these impacts of climate change are scale the uh, immediate real-time to climatic scale, which is from one hour to 100 years. And I tried to, I found this publication where they were looking at some of the issues that come with water management, you know, urban drainage, uh, hydropower optimization, irrigation, land use and climate change, environmental impact assessments, uh, culverts, minor dams, major dams, all of these things can be impacted. Um, I happened to be at the antique store over Thanksgiving, 
and there was this picture, and I had to take a picture of it. Um, this is some of the damage that can occur to infrastructure if you don't account for these large, uh, greater peaks than um, originally estimated in the designs. So what we want to do for a metropolitan planning agency is to be able to help them sustain things for the future. And we need to look at the data we have now and what the future is going to be like. And we don't want to have them like uh, uh, Fred Flintstone and, and the Jetsons being surprised by what, what they see. We also want to help them develop a long-term strategy that's help, capable of being executed and not just a plan sitting on the shelf. Um, I preface this with the fact that um, uh, models, I ran into this, and it's funny, if you go into different disciplines, um, uh, people in economics use hydrology to show their economic models, and it, it's just it, it's ironic because we understand the uncertainty with our models. And um, the old adage of all models are wrong and some can be useful, um, definitely want to take those kinds of things into account. So I found a paper that talked about um, climatic change models that kind of addressed the different components of what we would need to look at. Um, water in the river basin, the population changes, um, use, water use, total water demand, residential, non-residential. And these are all components that we need to look at. Um, another thing we did was looked at, or I looked at the different kinds of models that are available. And um, one of the critical things is the, the hydrograph and um, uh, what I used was the HEC uh, model in this project uh, in conjunction with GIS, geospatial data. Um, I had to go and try to find out what water use was available. Um, USGS report in 2000 um, gave uh, public, they gave percentages, but they didn't give amounts. And uh, the metropolitan area covers two different states and a lot of different jurisdictions. So it was really difficult to actually get the actual quantities in 2000 and then to be able to project um, what the water use would be. Um, like I said, MAPA, they estimated, I found one article for 2035, um, 967,000. Um, I went to the um, uh, Census Bureau and they do see a decline, or an increase of 6.7%. So um, really, it was difficult to identify exactly how many and for each county. Um, interestingly enough, the city of Omaha uh, had a, a review of IBM professionals. And one of the things that GIS would help them is they thought that it would be profound insights to using and collecting data from different departments. And I found that it's very fragmented as exists right now. So what I did was um, David Wolock, who works for the uh, USGS, he works down in Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas. He developed uh, watershed models for the NACWA. Uh, project. And what he did was to try to figure out hydrologic landscape regions. And um, that was in 2006. I downloaded his data um, to try to figure out if, if we could come up with a consensus of how the, the, the basins are configured so that we can help in determining infrastructure engineering and hydrologic analysis of this MAPA area. So the regions that I looked at, the selected basin, you can see he came up with, I think, thousands of ecological regions. Um, in the particular analysis that I did, I came up with just those counties that um, MAPA is involved in is 85 different regional uh, regions, which is a lot. I was hoping that there'd be three or four so we can 
consolidate things. So um, the area of consideration uh, was the counties of uh, Sarpy, Washington, Saunders, um, Pottawatomie Mills, and Harrison. So I uploaded the data. Like I said, I found 85 different regions. And um, there's a lot of, you know, the change in the state, we're really changing the, the ecological boundaries. Um, this is the area that I look to focus in. And just to give you an idea, um, I picked one watershed um, to do a more in-depth analysis. But um, the different kinds of watersheds within the map area are, are significant. Um, I used the model to look at uh, uh, the Champions Creek watershed. Um, this was one of the hydrologic landscapes. It's located just south of um, Zerensky Lake in, uh, on Maple Street. And to, let's see if I can go back. Um, this is looking down Maple into the watershed itself. And the watershed is really uh, a mixture of different kinds of land uses. So download uh, the land use data from Douglas County Nebraska Assessor site and then merged it into a shapefile for the basin and then created based on the uses of what the Douglas County um, uh, put together. And then delineated sub-basins and um, within the sub-watershed of uh, Champions Creek. Um, the, it's a sub-basin of Papillion Creek watershed, and its area is about 3.8 miles. And like I said, it follows Maple Street in West Omaha. So um, another thing I did was uh, got the DEMs, uh, loaded the National Hydrologic NHD data, and um, burned in the watersheds, figured out the slopes for the areas and uh, the rasters, and then set up the same um, configuration for the watershed in um, the HMS 3.5, HEC HMS, um, just to figure out the kinds of um, rainfall runoff distributions that would be pre and post watershed. So uh, ran multiple scenarios, but um, the pre-development and post-development, I saw a three-fold increase in the rainfall runoff within that, that sub-basin. Um, then I wanted to go and see what kind of data was available. Um, I think some of the counties have information, but the FEMA map, um, if you've ever worked with ArcIMS, it's the out-of-the-box IMS application. It's really old. It shows the bar. And you couldn't even zoom in on the map. So it was really frustrating because I wanted to pull that kind of data into the the scenario, but it wasn't available. Um, the purpose of doing that is um, we need to evaluate and validate the projections. And I found this article because I wanted to see how many times we um, make a statement and then go back and see how well of a projection we did. And this was a congressional report in 1980. And it showed um, the projections and then what really happened. So. We never really go backwards. And, and I thought this study was interesting because there, there's a, a whole margin of error in our, our ability to, to make these kinds of projections. Um, and then I wanted to be able to uh, look at how we can consolidate the information. And if you've ever worked on a, a hydrologic model, you know that HMR 52 is the, the rainfall runoff that we use in the distribution. And I actually talked to the people in the core and they said that it, needs, it, it really needs some updating. Um, I think it was done in, in the 60s. Um, so issues of concern. 
um, in this watershed, we have multiple scales. Um, we have ungauged streams. Um, we have dwindling monitoring assessment programs. Um, I know the USGS is saying that um, the stream gauging support is declining. I think there's only one gauge in the basin that I was looking at, and it wasn't in the, in the one that the subwatershed that I actually, actually evaluated. And we know that the, with an, uh, urbanization, there will be a reduced water quality. So just to give you an idea of other things that impact this basin, um, I'm sure you're all familiar with the floods last year. Um, I actually put a picture here of the high water mark in this barn. It was just uh, outside of Blair. Um, even if we do modeling, we cannot project for the metropolitan area because of the watershed. The Missouri River watershed actually has impact on, on this area as well. Um, as you know, the Plains Smopac in 25 February was um, pretty much average. And then we saw the really high uh, May 2011 precipitation. And actually, we saw the runoff um, in the upper 50th quartile of, um, of what was actually, you saw the results if you were ever driving around uh, I-29. So what I found out is that there's a lot of information out there. It needs to be consolidated. Um, one thing that's good is the uh, software and technology is, is getting much better than it was um, even a couple years ago. So the frontier of technological possibilities is improving. And kind of my findings, um, I was surprised at how many different types of ecological uh, conditions exist in the metropolitan area. Um, we have limited capabilities at regional scales. It's very difficult to predict these high highs and these low lows. Um, we don't, we're working, but we don't have adequate human impacts um, to how to assess climate variability. Um, we don't know enough about what causes these radical changes. Um, we need better, better means for identifying, developing, and providing climate information um, required for policy and resource management decisions. And we do have a lot of uncertainty, even from February to May, the increase in precipitation and what that did in the basin.